Okay. We're holding Pei Dalad Amid Beis. We're going to start from the end of Pei Dalad Amid Aleph. We're discussing something which was mentioned in the Brisa. Um, just by the way, as we were speaking about a whole different subject regarding a ship, the reasons why a, sh- why a boat would be tired or not, um, we mentioned that any earthenware utensils are ne- never become tumbling midras, which means even if you made a cheer out of earthenware and a zov, a zov, a sat down on it, they sat down without touching it which typically a chair, a place which is designated for sitting, and a zav or anita sat down even without touching it, it becomes an abat tumah, becomes like the strictest level of tumah. But kli cheres, if it's made out of earthenware, it's not out of wood, not out of metal. Out of earthenware, says the brise, it's not mekabal tumah, of midras. So the question is why? So the first explanation was, Actually, not the first explanation. This is, I mean, yes, both two explanations were given with the same logic. The logic is that it has to be similar to a zav or to a zavo, which basically means it has to be similar to a person. Just like a person could table in the mikveh and become tar, so to the chair has to be something which you could table in the mikveh and make it tar. And since earthenware cannot become tar through a mikveh, obviously. It does not become tummy with this this tumor. This tumor, the trade of compared to the nidr and, and zov themselves, and zov and nidr and zov themselves, the tumor of the cheer. So it has to be similar to, 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 to the person himself that he could table in the mikvah. Mosi Rabbi Law. Rabbi Law had a problem with this whole logic. He has a brisa which proves that uh, that things that you cannot toibul in the mikveh still can become tummy from a nida or a zava sitting down on it if they're designated for sitting. There's a mishnah or a, a mishnah brisa which discusses a mat. Now there's two explanations about this mat. Either it's made out of bamboos as a typical mat, but a mat is made out of straight bamboos and the rule is that, uh, according to Rashi at least, the only type of wooden utensil you can toivel in the mikveh and make it tar is if it has a kli kibble, if it holds something inside of it. If it's a flat thing, which usually wouldn't become tummy, but let's say for an exception it will become tummy for whatever reason, let's say because it's a seat, because it's a mat, you could sit down on it, then although it could become tummy, you cannot toivel in the mikveh. It doesn't become tar in the mikveh. That's one explanation. Another explanation going to Teisvis, um, it's talking about a mat made out of other materials that are not called wood. For example, types of wet weed, which uh, um, which uh, is 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 usually not mekabel tuma, but since it was made as a as a seat, it's mekabel tuma. It's not, it's mekabel tuma because of its it, the way the, the the object you made out of the material. But you cannot table them in the mikvah because only wood and metal can be tabled in the mikvah. But those are those materials cannot. And nevertheless, we can see now from a brisa that it does become tummy the midras azov. If these tummy sat down on it, it makes them tummy. It makes it tummy. 
Moshe Rabbi Lo, Mapot B'meis Minayin. How do we know that a mat can become Tommy B'tumas Meis? It's not a kibble, or let's say it's not made out of wood, according to Toysavis. So how come it becomes Tommy altogether? Says the B'raisavitinu. I can make a Kalba Choymer and prove to you that a mat can become Tommy B'tumas Meis. What's the Kalba Choymer? He's going to bring a Kalba Choymer from small jugs. Small jugs, I guess they would like pour out some oils from it or something like that. Small jugs, now, um, you can't sit on it, or it's not designated for sitting, and therefore it's never going to become coming from being a seat of a zav. And uh, earthenware utensils only become tummy if the tumor enters inside. Now the zav can't stick his finger inside. The opening of those, whatever they were called, those uh, containers, were made with a very narrow opening, and he couldn't stick in a finger. So there's no way that the Zav, the Zav, or the Nida, any of those would enter the space of this utensil. So it can never become Tommy Bezov. Small jugs, small bottles made out of earthenware. It can never be contemplated with a Zav because it's never a seat for a Zav and he can't enter it. Nevertheless, Tameyim B'meis, if they were in Oyala Mace, if they were in a, in a, this, under the same roof as a dead body, they become Tameyim. So we see that Tumas Mace can make more things Tameyim than a Zav. So Mapot, this match, a Tommy Bizov, the Braissa takes it for granted that since it's made as a seat, so Bizov sits down on it to becomes Tommy. That it receives too much mace. That's what the Braissa says. So Rabbi Law is asking, why is it obvious to the Braissa that it could become Tommy if Bizov sits down on it? This does not have tired of a mikvah, either because it's a plain piece of wood or because it's other materials. So, so uh, how, how does the price? So that's not soft. The whole limud we had till now that it's all based on the logic that only things that you could toivel in the mikvah can become tummy if a zav sits down on it. Why does it become tummy with a zav? Unless they tired of a mikvah, you can't toivel it. Okay. So now Rabbi Hanin is going to come with a solution. The answer is that he wants to differentiate. It depends which type of things you cannot toivel in the mikvah. Either because the, the material you never toivel in the mikvah, or it's a material that you would be able to toivel in the mikvah, but because of the way it was made, I'm following Rashi now. A wooden utensil, you can toivel in the mikvah, but only if it has an insert. But here it's flat, so you can't toivel in the mikvah. So it's a material which theoretically could have tabled in the mikvah. And since it's a material that theoretically could have tabled in the mikvah, then it does become tummy. However, things that the whole material never becomes tummy in the mikvah, then never could be tabled in the mikvah, then it doesn't become tummy in midras. That's what Rabbi Khalina wants to, wants to offer as a solution. How would Tosis explain this line? I didn't um, see that detail yet. If Tyson says it's a material which you never table in the mikvah, I'm not sure exactly um, how he explains this. One second. 
I'm not sure. I'm full of crap later. Tell you six minutes. Let's follow Rashi now. Amar le Rebbe Chanina Shani Hosom. A mat is different. Hoyu v'iko b'minoi. Since the type of material has a type of mikvah. Now, if Rebbe Chanina would suggest this logic from his own mind, it will be knocked off immediately. We have psukim. Psukim that compared the 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 seat to the person who's sitting on it. And based on that, you the, the Gemara came to the conclusion that it has to be similar. Then you find the Brahsa, which takes for granted that wooden flat things do become Tommy Bumidrasazov. So you're offering a solution. If it's the type, if it's not the type, where, what are you basing it on? The Pasuk. It has to be compared. If the Brahsa takes it for granted otherwise, so then they don't compare it. Where do you base such a differentiation if it's the material or not the material? On your own logic? No, we won't accept it. The only way you can offer such a thing is if you have a pasuk supporting you. If we compare it based on a pasuk, so how could you come with a difference? Who cares if it's a difference? Do you learn from the pasuk? Do you not learn from the pasuk? Omar Rabbeinu May Hashem save us from this from this logic you're saying you're telling us. What are you basing it on? You you found a problem in a brisa, so you're offering your own invention. It doesn't make sense. You're basing it on a pasuk. Are you comparing it or you're not comparing it? Um, so you answered him back. May Hashem save us from your opinion. Why? Because I do have a basis. I'm not saying it based on my logic. And therefore, Hashem helped that the, my logic should be preserved. It wasn't just attacking each other. Rabbi Lo was saying, if you're making this up, Hashem should make sure we should never think such things because it doesn't fit with the rules of Torah. Says Rabbi Hanina, but since I do fit with the rules of Torah, so may Hashem save us that your attack should not be accepted because I am basing my logic on our rules of Torah. What is it? I have a posse. So you okay, speak up. Yeah? Says the Gemara of a time of my, okay. That means he had a basis. What is it? Today, there are two psukim. See if there's one posse that says about a zov. Whoever will touch his uh, uh, bed, as we mentioned this earlier, the first option, that the posse is comparing the bed, the seat, to the zov. Fine. But there's a different pasuk. Any bed that he sleeps on it, which means it's not compared to him. The mishkavoy is missing. It's not comparing it to the person himself. So we have a contradiction between two psukim. One pasuk says any seat, any bed, it's not compared to him. Another pasuk says a bed which is compared to him. No, we have to compromise. If you have two opposite psukim, you have to compromise. Okay? So now we found the explanation. If it's the type that theoretically could be like him, they, uh, that type theoretically could table in the mikvah, then it becomes tummy. If it's a type which, which is never like him, which you can never table in the mikvah, then it's not like him. Now I have a basis. Now, now he can knock me off. Okay, Tzad. How do we solve this contradiction between these two psukim? Yes, if that material can sometimes be table in the mikvah, 
then even then the second pasuk is coming to say, although it's not totally similar to him, it still could become tummy. But if that type never could be tummy in the mikvah, then the Torah compares the seat or the bed to the person himself, that only if it could be toiled in the in the mikvah, since it can never be toiled in the mikvah, it doesn't become tummy. Fine. So we saw that the two first explanations that are basing it on the comparison between the seat and the person that it has to be toiled in the mikvah is accepted. But comes Raven offers a different explanation to the halacha. Why a earthenware utensil cannot become tummy as a seat of a zav from a whole different basis, which will solve the whole problem we had before. Rav Omar Midras Klicheres Tor Mihoch. How do we know that earthenware utensils cannot become tummy by a needle sitting on it? I have a different source. The Pasuk talks about the fact that a Klicheres only becomes tummy from the inside. And therefore, the trader says, if you have a klicheres, an earthenware utensil, with objects inside, and you seal the top, summit possible is tightly closed and it's sealed on the top, then whatever is inside this toy, and the actual utensil is toy, even if it's in the same house, the same under the same roof as a dead body. The pasuk uses the word v'chol kli pasuach. Any open utensil, which is not sealed this time, eh? We should now understand that if it's sealed, it's torn. But he uses the call. It's coming to include all types. Now, if a person is including all types, yeah, so there's many types of utensils he may have in the house. Some of them may be a seat for his wife. He has a earthenware utensil made into a seat with some storage on the bottom that he designated as a seat for his wife. And it's one of the utensils he has in his house. And the Pasuk is telling us, any earthenware utensil you have, if you seal the opening, it will say whatever is inside. Why would it save it? If it's a seat and she sits on it, it's tummy. If it's tummy, it doesn't save anything inside. So obviously the Torah is saying, that any earthenware utensil can only become tummy by things entering its space. There's no other way. And therefore, any earthenware utensil that you that you sealed its opening, will whatever is inside will always become will always be torn. <coughs> Let's see it inside. Mihocha, this is the source. It says the whole clip any open utensil, any open vessel, Asher ain't which isn't tightly closed and isn't sealed, then whatever is inside and it's in the under the roof of the dead body becomes tummy. Ha! So we see from your but yes, summit If it is tightly closed and sealed, tar. Tar, it's tar. Now the pasuk is including all utensils you have in your house. Mila Yaskinon, aren't we talking about including a case, the Yechdino, the Ishtinido? If I designated a, a, a earthenware utensil for a needle to sit down on, the Torah still says that whatever is inside is tar, if it's sealed. So from here we see from the Torah 
that an earthenware utensil can only become tummy from the inside, not because of the comparison to the nida that you can take within the mikvah. We see from other another pasuk that an earthenware utensil can only become tummy by things entering its space, no other way. So the fact that it's a seat does not make it tummy. That's a more straightforward limut. One second. Fine. Okay. So we solved this this uh, discussion regarding earthenware utensils that they can never become a seat that becomes tummy from a needle or from a zav. And there were three options where we learned this from. Two were the same idea. There's a passage that compares it to a zav or to a zava. So the comparison says that if you could toyble in the mikveh then it could become Tommy Bimidras. If not, it cannot become Tommy Bimidras. And then we had a question on that, and we see that they, that a mat could become Tommy Bimidras, although you cannot table it. And then the answer was that there's a differentiation whether it's a material that in other forms can be tabled in the mikvah, then it does become Tommy Bimidras. If it's a material that never you could table in the mikvah, you can never table in the mikvah, then it doesn't become Tommy Bimidras because we have two psukim. One passage which compares it to the Zava, to the Zava, one passage which clearly does not compare it to the Zava. And then we have this in between that it depends if it's a material which theoretically could be tabled. And then Rabbi says, no, it's based on, on, on a passage about open earthenware vessels in oil and mace that it says whenever you seal them, they're fine, no matter what type, which means that even if it was a seat, it still becomes, it still could say whatever's inside, it doesn't become tummy. Okay. Now, since we're starting with, so to say, random things, things that are based on psukim in Tanakh, whether as a hint, whether as a source, so we're going to a whole new subject, the subject of kilei zroi. Kilei zroi. In Eretz Yisrael, you're not allowed to plant different types of plants, different types of grains next to each other. It's not so clear what's the dindaraisa, what's the dindarabonon. It may be that raisa, it's only a problem if you sow, if you plant them, if you sow them literally together in the same hole. I mean the rabbonon if they're close to each other. Or it could be that even the rice is a problem if you sow if you plant it close to each other in Eretz Yisrael. The question is, what's called close to each other? So it's very unclear the exact rules. So let's take Rashi's approach. Rashi's approach is, it has to look separate. How does it look separate? So there's different ways. Sometimes just the, the positioning of it makes it look separate. Sometimes if you, if there's no particular positioning, then it has to be distant to the extent that they're not being fed from the same soil. That the same soil is not helping them to grow. There's like a distance between them that this is fed, this is growing from this part of the soil and the other part is, 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 is growing from a different part of the soil and they're not meeting in their source of life. They're not meeting together. That's called the unique. So 
the Gemara is going to say that since the Mishnah is going to say that since that's the idea, there's a possibility that in a very small area, you can plant five plants and it's still going to be okay. Because it's going to be a square, as we'll see, of six by six. You can see the picture of it in, uh, in Rashi. Um, Rashi and the Mishnah, there's one picture over there. So you see the square with a lot of boxes inside. Basically, each box is a tefach. So it's six by six tefachim. And you can see the lines in it. There's a line on, on all sides besides the corners, which is a bit empty. And then you see a dot in the middle. So basically on each side, you're planting a different type of plant. And in the middle, you type, you're, you're planting a fifth type of plant. Now the sides are very close to each other, but they're in different directions with a tiny space, which the positioning tells you they're separate. Then the middle has no positioning, it's not a line. So therefore, it's one that, that has to be distant from all the, all the ends, enough that they shouldn't be growing from the same soil. Now, how much is that? If you make a distance between them, three tfachim, but let's take Rashi's way of saying it, three tfachim including the plant, somehow that works out, that there's still a distance between them. Because really all you need is like a tefach and a half, and therefore if you have three tfachim, then you'll end up with a tefach and a half, at least, a space between them. That's the assumption. So they're not growing from the same soil, and therefore you could plant them all together. Now, how do they come to that conclusion? So they have a posuk. A posuk which somehow shows that in a small piece of land, you can plant five plants. Now, how do they work out the exact positioning? That will be based on certain rules Chachamim have received or have come to a conclusion, and we'll see soon how they came to that conclusion. Let's see in the mission. Minayin la'aruga. How do we know that a small patch that you can, you can plant vegetables in. You can have a small patch, a small piece of land, six by six tvochim. You may plant in it five type, types of plants. How? Four, one on each side, at each border of this square piece of land. One in the middle. How do we know that? As it says, It's talking about um, the Gula. It says, bringing a marshal, just like the land sprouts, makes grow different plants. Just like a garden can make its plants grow. So too, Hashem will make the, 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 the salvation of the Eden grow. Fine. Says the Mishnah, the Pasuk doesn't say that a, a garden, which is the smallest garden, the smallest area where you could plant plants, it doesn't say that it will make its plant grow. Its plants, plural, so we see that you can plant many plants in one small area. Now, how do you know five? 
And how do you know the positioning? Fine. But that's what we see from this process. My mashma, says the Gemara. How do you see from this process five? And then how do you see that it's in six by six? Okay, let's start with five. How do you see five? Let's take apart the words of the Pesach. The earth makes grow its plant. The fact that it makes grow is one word. That's chad. That's referring to one plant. Simcha, its plant. That's another one. So that adds up to two. So a lot of times when it says first the verb and then the noun, we learn from it that the verb is as if detached from the noun. It makes things grow. And it makes its plant grow. So it makes a plant grow. And it's plant. So there's two plants already. Fine. Then, it's plants. Okay. Today, that's clearly two. So we see four. And then, Okay, so here's the opposite. Here's the, the noun before the verb. But we also separate it. That it's another plant. Hachamisha. So we see that you have five plants. Okay, it could be five plants in a large, large field. It's not plants, it's seeds. Seeds. Fine. Seeds to grow different types of plants. So we want to uh, we want to uh, be able to plant in one small area different types of plants. So seeds are different types of plants. Okay, but it could be a large, large, large field. Who tells you that it's in six by six tvachim? So here, Rabbanon used a rule that they knew. Soon we'll see how they knew. The Kim Lahul Rabbanon. Rabbanon knew the Chamsha Beshito the Yanki Mahadod. That if you spread out in this positioning five plants within six by six tvachim, at least the middle one will not grow from the same soil as the plants in the sun. They knew that. They had rules that they knew about these three tfachim, that if you spread them out within three tfachim and there's some space in between, then they don't grow from the same soil. And therefore, if they're looking for which size of a field is this possibly referring to, it will be referring to um, it will be referring to a space of six by six tfachim. Okay, soon we'll see what's the source of this knowledge. And then whatever, we'll deal with this a bit more tomorrow. I wonder how much we'll be able to cover it in the subject. So that's what we started off as the fact that you could plant within this small place five types of plants. So to summarize again, we're talking about, we're talking about, first we spoke about an earthenware utensil. That if it's made as a seat for a zover, a zover, it does not become with a severe tumor, it does not receive that tumor of a seat that is an avatum. How do we know that? So two opinions compared it either to Azov or to Azova, just like she can table in the mikvah. There's a pasuk which compares it, Mishka Voy, or the pasuk which says, Kimishka it'll be to her. So from this we see that it has to be like her or like him, that they could table in the mikvah. If it's a, a material that cannot be tabled in the mikvah, it does not become tummy. Asrabiloi, a mat cannot be tabled in the mikvah and can become tummy as a seat. Says Rabbi Hanina, uh, it depends if it's the material in another form can become tummy, can be tabled. Says Rabbi Lord, where do you take that from? 
There's two psukim. One pasuk compares the seat to the zava, and one pasuk doesn't to the zava. One pasuk says mishkov, one pasuk says mishkov, kolam mishkov. So it's like in between. If it's a material that theoretically can be toivled, then it becomes tamei. If it's a different, different material, it doesn't become tamei. Rabbi learns it from Tzomit Pasul. The Pasul says, Kol Kli Pasulach. That any utensil, any earthenry utensil which is sealed does not become Tzomit Why not? Maybe it's a seat. So we see that it only becomes Tzomit from the inside, not from the outside. Then the next Mishnah spoke about Kilei's Roim. You cannot plant different plants, different seeds of different plants too close to each other, which is different rules. It has to look separate. And, and if not, it has to not grow from the same soil. So they worked it out that it's five within an uh, area of six by six tfachim. Four on each side, and they look separate, and then uh, one plant in, in the middle. Where do they base it on? A pasuk in Yeshaya, which says five expressions of growing things from the, from the, from the, from the earth in one garden. So we see that you could plant in one garden five types of uh, seeds, five types of plants. Okay, but it'd be a large garden. So here, Chacham used the rules that they knew that if there's if they're spread out within three tfachim, they don't grow from the same soil. So that's how they apply to which measurement this pasuk applies. So tomorrow we'll continue in this subject. Uh.